So, here we are, episode one, or episode two, depending on when I upload this, of the Poopcast. My name is Poopsie Collins, your host today, and uh, I guess yeah, we can call this the New Year's special, because I really don't think I'll be doing another one of these for tonight. Yeah, I had recorded a full 30-minute episode, a pilot, if you will. But I noticed that this app that I'm using, Anchor, will only record while the screen is on. So I have to be very vigilant and not put my hands anywhere near the, the face sensor on my phone, or else my screen will shut off and I'll stop recording. So yeah, it's, uh, it's New Year's Eve and there's not a whole lot going on. It seems like it's going to be a pretty quiet year this year. Like I said, I was supposed to go to a party, but that's not going down. I was supposed to have a lady over, but I kind of changed my mind about that. And now, I don't know. I mean, I've got another lady friend that I could always go visit, but... She gets way too drunk, and, like, I can't understand her. So it's a little rough sometimes, but she's good company. Anyway, if that doesn't happen, I'll probably just end up playing Minecraft or Call of Duty with the boys. I had a good time playing Call of Duty yesterday. Big ol' six stack. I got, like, maybe 20 kills the whole game. Meanwhile, fucking Mad Lads, Jonesy, and Silent were both dropping consistent 20 bombs every fucking game. <laughs> Jonesy joined in late, and, uh... Got as many, got more kills than I did the whole game in the two minutes that he was in the match. And that was the theme. But I had fun. I had a lot of fun. I don't really take Call of Duty all that seriously when it comes to stats and stuff. So it was good just having five, six people in the party. All just chatting. Talking shit. Shooting shit. It was a good time. It's a good time. So yeah, this app, it's a... Uh, Real useful, real nice, and it's free. But holy shit, is it ever fucking bad. It's just like... I don't know. I don't know how I could accurately describe this or compare it to something, because I really don't... I've never used, like, a good audio recording uploading service, but I feel like a good one would continue to record after the screen is turned off. But that's just my two cents. I'm not a software developer or an audio technician. What, what do I know? I'm just an end user. Twenty twenty is tomorrow. It's weird to think about. I was twelve ten years ago. The fuck was I doing when I was 12? In 2009? 2010? I don't think I had got my other 360 yet. After the Red Rings of Death stole my first one from me. So I think I might have been either on my shitty computer or playing me some fucking shit. Probably GameCube, honestly. I don't know what I would have been playing. 
I had to guess, my GameCube or my PSP. Either one of those two would be fair, smart guesses. A lot of shit happened this decade. Most of it bad, but a lot of shit happened this decade. And Destiny came out. It's weird to think that the better part of this decade was spent on Destiny. Came out late 2014, so that means just over half the decade would have been on Destiny. And, well, for the most part, it was worth it. I had a lot of fun, I made a lot of friends, more friends in real life than I'm... Excuse me, more friends online than I made in real life. Some of the friends that I made in Vanilla Destiny I still talk to today, and I'm sure I'm not alone in this. Shout out to Xerxes. Shout out to True Undead. Both of those men I still talk to, and both of those men I met Vanilla Destiny. I do believe I met True, like Vanilla Vanilla. I know I met Xerxes in, uh, Crota's End. I picked him up off LFG for a Crota checkpoint. That was the story with most of my friends. Got a couple of friends. JMFD93. I played D1 with that guy a while ago. I still got him on my friends list. Changed his gamer tag though. I don't think he remembers me, but I still remember him. It's a good game. It's a lot of fun. Curse for Osiris is pretty dog shit though. It's the only time I didn't play the game. I took a big fat break right after Prestige Road came out, because all my friends dropped it, and then I just didn't pick it back up until Warmind. I ended up buying Warmind actually, because I had, I had faith. They restored it after the, the Go Fast update, and the, the hype for Warmind kind of brought me back. I'm glad I came back, because the game's really good again. And Forsaken was, well, in my opinion, the best it's ever been, and probably the best it will be until we get maybe three. I just hope we don't have another sidearm meta anytime soon. That was a bad one. Probably won't happen again, because sidearms are not a special weapon, and they can't, like, fucking three-tap anymore. Well, I mean, Last Hope exists, but that would technically be a 9-tap if we're getting technical with it. Anyway, you know what I mean. It'd be cool if Trials came back, but I'm not really holding my breath for it. I would really like a PvP sandbox change of some kind. I'm sure I'm not alone in this. Not really nerfs, but buffs for stuff. Maybe some map changes, too. Because, well, honestly, I can't really think of anything that's super overpowered right now, besides fusion rifles. And even then, they're not really overpowered, they're just... They're in a weird spot. Because Arantil exists, and Arantil can be nutty when you use it right and build it right. But then most of the other fusion rifles are kind of mediocre, to some degree. <coughs> Kind of a 
I wouldn't really consider myself somebody whose opinion you should be listening to, but I think that if you just made fusion rifles a projectile weapon again, like they were in D1, like they're hitscan now, but if they were projectiles again, they'd be fine. I don't think they'd be as broken as they are right now. Maybe backup plan, because if you remember, backup plan was a, was an exotic break in D1. And honestly, in my opinion, it still is an exotic tier perk to this day in D2. But it's relegated to legendary weapons. It's in the game. People are going to use it. But, I mean, I feel like if they got rid of shot package for shotguns in D1, they could easily get rid of backup plan for fusions in D2. Well, they did bring shot package back in the form of full choke. But still. It's enough for the good games. Let's talk about some of the bad ones. Remember Fortnite? Fortnite actually wasn't that bad, like, Battle Royale-wise. But if we're talking the, the save the world... Man, they uh, they did some bad stuff to that game. They left it borderline unplayable for longer than it should have been, especially in a paid early access. I kind of dropped the game because there was a bug that prevented me from progressing in one of my story missions. I do believe it was a it was deliver the bomb in Plankerton or. The radio towers in Plankerton. I cannot remember for the life of me. Sorry for the ASMR. I'm on a roll and I don't want to pause myself. Yeah, I was stuck there for the better part of two months because it was fucking broken and they couldn't fix it. And then when they eventually did fix it, the fucking quest step after that was broken. Like, see, that was that's some destiny shit right there. It's fucking Izanagi's burden. Same thing. Except Izanagi's burden, you could progress in the game, you could do stuff, but with this Fortnite bug, you were just shit out of luck until they patched it, you were stuck. You couldn't progress further in the game, you couldn't advance your main quest, and if you were like me, and you needed to advance your main quest to make any meaningful progress in the game, well... I hope you got some V-Bucks to go buy that fucking battle pass there, boyo, because that's where all the dev time's going. <sighs> that's another thing, the battle pass. That's something that this decade might get remembered for. The Rise of the Battle Pass. So many fucking games have a Battle Pass. Like Call of Duty's got a Battle Pass now. Rocket League. Destiny. Dauntless has a Battle Pass. Fuck, I'm sure there's more that has Battle Pass. Halo Reach has a Battle Pass now. There's definitely more that I don't know about, or just am ignoring, but... I guess it's an opinion-based thing with the Battle Pass. Me, I don't mind it, and I like the idea of seasonal progression, but I also don't like the idea of... Like, oh, you have to play X amount of hours to get all your content this season. I'm not a fan of that. I like being efficient with it. Some of the guys in the clan have got down to a science, like, running all their bounties and shit. Doing the bounties and getting the season ranked to 102 weeks. 
that is that's metagaming on another level and if that's your thing that's your thing I just don't think picking up bounties is fun maybe if I had like an maybe if I had, if I had a PC or a fucking a faster console with an SSD It'd be nice, but... Oh, fuck. I don't know. I like the challenge system. In Vanilla D tier, that was good. You would just log into a place, you would get challenges, and then you would have them. It would just be like your fucking daily bounties, except always in your inventory. Yeah, you needed to be on the planet to do them, and the strike bounties, you had to do in strikes and whatnot, but you didn't have to go to the fucking tower. You didn't have to go to the vendor every single time you wanted to fucking do something. You could just go play. It was nice. It was simple. But people on forums that I shall not name were always looking in back with their rose-tinted glasses like... Remember bounties? Bounties were a lot of fun. I like bounties. Bring them back. And then enough goobers paired of that opinion. And now, now we like bounties again. I remember people would complain about bounties in vanilla. They didn't like going to pick them up because there were so many of them. And by vanilla, I mean D1 near the end of it, when there were so many vendors and so many bounties. Looks like bounties are here to stay for now, though. Just kind of lame, but... Hey. If it makes other people happy, I guess I can put up with it. I'm gonna start playing some Minecraft here. Getting some clips in, so apologies if you hear button clicking and whatnot. Back on the worst of the year lists. Whew. Oh. You know what I just fucking remembered? Probably, if not one of the worst games of the decade, then like one of the worst games of the century thus far. And that's, that's Postal 3. Postal 3? that the developers and the people who own the rights for it fucking apologized. They they put out a public statement apologizing for Postal 3, and you can't buy it anymore. You fucking literally cannot purchase this game anymore because the developers were that ashamed of the monstrosity they had created. And if you've spoken to me for any amount of time, you probably I probably brought up my speedrunning history at some point. The fact that I used to speedrun Postal 2 a lot. Postal 2 is one of my favorite games. Postal 3, on the other hand, I played for maybe... Fucking 15 minutes, if even. And Postal 3 was an abomination. Postal 3 was just shameful. Like, it was actually... Fucking not fun. You didn't hear me laser scrolling through shit, I apologize. 
not fun doesn't really give it justice, though. Not fun implies that you could have some enjoyment out of it. Nah, this just straight up was a bad game. There is nothing good, there is nothing fun, there is nothing silly about it. It was just bad. It was a fucking stinker. If it sounds like I'm salty, it's because I am. It could have been really good. It could have been Postal 3. But now we're, we're actually getting Postal 3, which could be nice. It's currently out in Early Access and Alpha. Actually, yeah, I'm going to plug those guys real quick. I'm not sponsored or anything, I just really like the game. <clears throat> Go check out Postal 4 and Postal 2 by Running With Scissors on Steam. Uh, running With Scissors guys will actually respond to your DMs, they're pretty cool guys. This might be a little controversial, but I'd also call The Elder Scrolls Online one of the worst games. <clears throat> and Fallout 76, can't forget that. I mean, Elder Scrolls Online, certainly it's not a bad game. Like, the people have definitely had fun with it. I mean, certainly shittier games, but... It's an Elder Scrolls game, and because it's an Elder Scrolls game, I feel like we should give it, like, an Elder Scrolls rating, based on Elder Scrolls merits. And it's not a very good Elder Scrolls game. Maybe, like, the story content gets better further on, but let's look at Oblivion, for example. Oblivion sticks you in the sewer. Yeah, the intro is kind of funny, and you can see your wacky character for a little too long before you can get in the gameplay. But once you get out of the sewer, you're pretty much instantly in the game. First things first, after you're out of the sewer, there's a fucking... It's a nice little dungeon. By dungeon, I mean alien ruin. Sorry, I cannot read and talk at the same time when I've been up this late. But, uh, yeah, as I was saying, you can, uh, go right over there, right after you're out of the tutorial, and then there's content there. There's stuff to do. There's actually, like, stuff. There's journals to read that imply there's a story inside the dungeon. There's plenty of bandits, lots of combat. There's even a named boss, I do believe, in that just that first dungeon, right outside the fucking... Right outside the prison, within minutes of getting the game. And then, conversely, we go look at Elder Scrolls Online. And, well, maybe there is some hidden thing that I didn't notice, or some extra plot. But it seemed kind of shoehorned. It seemed like they just needed a reason to stick you in the Elder Scrolls universe and get you to start doing quests. Honestly, I probably wouldn't put that in, like, my top ten worst games of the year. But that would be an honorable mention. Worst games of the year. Worst games of the decade. I'm fucking confusing myself here. 
Fallout 76 exists. That happened. That was a thing. It was real. People paid money for that, and I'm sorry if you did. I apologize. I wish there was reparations that I could make, but I can't. It's weird that that game was as shit as it is. Because you'd think that they'd just steal mods. Like if they had any sense in their heads, they'd just steal a bunch of fucking mods to make the game better than it was. But they didn't. They didn't steal any mods. It'd be nice if they did. It'd be really cool if I could say, like, hey, Fallout 76 is a really good game. But I can't. You know what I can say is a really good game, though? Star Wars Battlefront 2. They really brought that one back. I mean, it was it was an alright game to begin with, like, but the loot boxes were just such a fucking issue that nobody could look past them. And the loot boxes were pretty egregious, all things considered. You could put $40 into the game and have more content unlocked than somebody who put 40 hours into the game. The whole pride and accomplishment thing as a bag of worms, most downvoted comment on Reddit history, if that actually matters to anybody who has a brain cell or has seen a vagina in the last six months to a year. <laughs> I say that like I've seen a vagina in the last six months to a year. Nobody call me out. Uh... <laughs> I haven't really seen a whole lot of movies this decade that I'd call bad. Most of the movies that I go out of my way to watch, I'd, then they're usually pretty good. Argo was really good, with Ben Affleck. I mean, it was kinda... Allegedly it didn't happen that way, but... Who, who gives a shit? Really? The last Airbender, that happened. That wasn't good, but it happened. They had so much potential for that movie. They could have made an M. Night Shyamalan Avatar movie. And it could have been kick-ass. It would have been awesome if they actually like put the time into it, but... <laughs> Why'd they have to do my boy Aang like that? Why'd they have to do my why'd they have to do him like that, man? I don't get it.
No, nothing happened to your podcast service. I just stopped talking for a big, long period of time for no reason. If you have any personal ideas as to what the uh, worst game of the decade, or movie, or book, or album, feel free to tag me on one of the platforms that I use to communicate, or, I don't know, fucking smoke signal me, I guess. There's a voice uh, message feature with this app that I kind of want to try out. It'd be uh, interesting to see how it works. I'm gonna open my Spotify quick and go through some albums that I'd probably put in my best of the decade list. <clears throat> Off the top of my head, I can't really not mention Brockhampton's Saturation. Just, uh, if I had to pick one, I'd pick Saturation 2, because it has all the bops on it. The Money Store came out this decade, by Death Grips. Not really a popular album outside of, like, niche music circles, but I really liked it a lot. What else did we get? We got King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. They dropped, like, 15 fucking albums this decade. But my personal favorite would have to be Nonagon Infinity. And we got Injury Reserve, fucking rappers of the Arizona. I really don't know what I'd pick for a favorite. Live from the dentist office isn't that bad. It's pretty fucking great, actually. Drive it like it's stolen is really good. The band Daughters, with the album You Won't Get What You Want. Fucking kick-ass. JPEG Mafia's Veteran. Man, so much music came out. Fucking Atrocity Exhibition. Open Mic Eagles. Brick Body Kids Still Daydream. And this is just my recents. So much fucking good music came out just these last few years. Let alone this decade. Fucking Good Kid Mad City and To Pimp a Butterfly. <clears throat> Two of the best fucking albums, period. Let's go through my top songs of 2017. We got Ariel Pink, I forgot about him. Pom Pom, that was a good album. I know he's been dead for like 30 years, but I feel like I should mention Frank Zappa as well, because I just discovered him very recently, and he's been mainstay my music tastes over the last little bit. Cosmogramma by Flying Lotus. It's like the musical equivalent of cracking open your skull like an egg and dumping it out on the astral plane. Astral plane, excuse me. To fry. Pretty good. Pretty good stuff. Earl Sweatshirt. 
uh, some rap songs, and I don't like shit on the go outside. Both of those are really good. Fucking Sleep came at a hiatus after, I do believe, almost 17 years it was when The Sciences came out. 17 year hiatus broken, and it was actually pretty good. I gotta mention Tool coming back this decade. I wasn't the biggest fan of it, their new album, but hey, it happened. I don't think 808s and Heartbreak came out in the 2010s. I think that was like 2009. But speaking of Kanye, there was a bunch of Kanye that came out this decade that I very much liked. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Uh, fucking... It's the Life of Pablo. Kids See Ghosts. Kanye was involved in a lot of stuff this decade that I enjoyed, but Kanye himself didn't have a whole lot of music personally that I enjoyed. Griselda, some new guys. Well, I don't think any of them are new, but together they're new. Jack Stalber, he's a pretty cool guy. I've just been randomly listening off music that I like for the last five minutes, but I don't think anyone cares. What else do we got? We got clipping. Clipping is really nice. Well, I mean, nice if you like evil music. Uh, the OCs, or just OCs now, they're pretty good. Uh, Death From Above, 1979, came at a hiatus. Two albums, one of them was mediocre and the other one was a fucking banger. Just looking through all my music now, seeing if I missed anything, but like, that I would bring up. No, I... Joji, maybe. In Tongues. I wouldn't put him on any best, best of lists, but I listen to enough of him that I feel like I should at least mention him. The band... To, or two, if you want to pronounce it in Japanese, I guess. I guess Frosty would be able to help me with this one. T-O-E. Toe, I want to say. But, uh, what was, their, what was their album that came out recently called? Uh, they had an album come out in like 2015, 2016, and it was actually really fucking good. Laserhawk, Run the Jewels was this decade. All three of their albums are fucking kick-ass. There's just so much stuff to talk about. I might have just I might just stream later. Talk about it on stream. Save the podcast some fucking ear time. What else am I gonna talk about on this podcast? I don't really know. Yeah, if you guys have any good ideas as to what I should talk about, any subjects, feel free to hit me up, because right now I'm not really sure what to fill all this time in with. I'm definitely missing some stuff that I frequently listen to that came out, but I can always just bring it up on stream later. 
And now, a quick word from our sponsors. I had a nice joke advertisement recorded, and I planned to put it in here, but I feel like I should just take this opportunity to thank you for listening up to this point, and wish you all a happy new year. Unless you're in value. Fuck you. And that was that. Seems like an interesting product. I'm a really bad spokesperson, so I wouldn't directly contact me for anything unless you have a script written up for me to read off. It's kind of the usual thing that they do, though, isn't it? At least I thought. Hmm. I'm trying to think what a good outro song would be. You know, I have an idea. Well, this has been episode one of the Poopcast. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Uh, I should be live on Mixer or Twitch later on the 31st of 2019. I might be streaming all night or all day. Uh, check for me at about 8 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Atlantic. And yeah, that's it. I can't really think of anything else to say, anything else pressing besides. Again, thanks for listening, and this has been the Poopcast. My name's Papesy, thanks for tuning in. Have a good day. I had some outro music queued, but it didn't play, so just bear with me. There we go. Again, this has been the Poopcast. My name is Poopsie. Thanks for tuning in.